Welcome to the Grand Haven Schools Highlight Show on 103.5 WAWL. My name is Andy Engel. I'm the superintendent of Grand Haven Area Public Schools. Each week, C.E. Sikinga and I shine a spotlight on a variety of people and programs within the Grand Haven Schools. Today, my guest is Chuck Priest, coach of Buck and Gears, and Patrick Donnelly, one of our FIRST Robotics students. We're going to talk about FIRST Robotics today and, and all the great things going on. Welcome, Chuck. Welcome, Patrick. Thank you, Andy. Thank you. So it's important to know, um, Chuck is our lead coach. You're not a, a Grand Haven Area Public Schools employee. So just tell us a quick snippet of who you are and what kind of work you do and why you choose to be involved with this. Sure, yeah. So I am an engineer for Herman Miller um, Incorporated here in town. And uh, my daughter started the team in 2011. Uh, she asked me to... Uh, to coach it and get started and she graduated in 2011 and uh, here I am uh, nine seasons later still uh, enjoying the company of the students. Uh, and Patrick tell us about you what grade are you in uh, and what what drew you to first? I'm a sophomore and uh, the robotics team looked interesting to me last year so I so I got some information from uh, my German teacher hair calendar and I showed up and I don't regret it at all. Awesome. We do, we should give credit. Rory Callender's our high school German teacher. He's the official advisor for the group, so he's our he's our on staff member. Chuck, you're looking at me. Is that correct? Still, that's no, not correct anymore. <laughs> last year, last year. <laughs> Who's do we have a school advisor this year? Yes. Um, so uh, definitely, Rory has helped us for eight years, and then we switched um, to Jeremy Case this oh. year. Yes. So we're in his room. We've been in his room. Um, and Jeremy is uh, taking the job over now. Of all the things I talked to Jeremy about, that's one that I hadn't checked in. But I know you guys are always have that space. And that's a perfect, perfect home spot and a perfect place to mm -hmm. coordinate and partner um, with the team. Um, Chuck, can you tell us a little bit for people that might not know what FIRST Robotics is? Um, give us a, the, the description, the elevator speech on what FIRST is and, and how it works. Sure. First is a STEM program. The 30th anniversary just happened this month. Um, the high school league started uh, originally, and uh, the goal, uh, um, let me back up a second, the Dean Kamen um, is the founder, and he started it by looking at sports and how, uh, how much um, the United States as a society was engrossed by sports. Um, and he said, we need that for for our kids in STEM and science and technology. FIRST stands for for inspiration and recognition of science and technology. So he began this um, uh, journey uh, a long time ago and uh, it has grown enormously. So there's four programs now. They range from kindergarten through 12th grade and um, our, our group is um, part of the high school group of course but Grand Haven also has um, we have had uh, Lego League teams in the mm -hmm. elementary schools and um, so the uh, the main crux for the the program is to get kids uh, inspired about STEM programs and the program that uh, the the programs all build on one another and the high school program brings it to uh, the using a robot in uh, building a robot from scratch to compete in a sport-like game that changes each year. So we have some interesting sayings about first. Um, there's a number of uh, little 
snippets that we share, and one of them, it's not about the robot. <laughs> and uh, the robot is just the vehicle or the tool that we use to teach a lot more things about group dynamics. Um, certainly all the technology things are there and the obvious stuff, but getting along with others, sharing your ideas, how to communicate, um, all that is part of it and even more important than building the robot itself. Your sports analogy is really interesting. One of the uh, a characteristic um, that I've heard you point out before is is the, the our team. You really win and lose as a team, uh, and even at competitions, um, you're always on a team with other teams. So there, the, there's a really high sense of collaboration. This is not about individual awards and individual recognition. This is like your soccer team um, going and winning. This is it, it's less like track and field or swimming, where um, you've got your event and you do your event. This is really about success and, and working collectively. Um, to, to have an impact and to achieve a goal, right? Yeah, absolutely. And that's one of the most unique things I think about FIRST is that um, when you compete in a match, it's um, three robots against three robots. Um, and so you have to, each match we collaborate with our partners who, who in the next round might we might be against them, but in this round we're with them, and we have to work together and coordinate our machine's um, abilities to score as most points as we can. Now, if somebody wanted to, this, this is it's this isn't battle bots. Um, the robots aren't destroying each other; they're moving balls or moving tokens to get points. Um, probably somebody could go go on YouTube and search first. Space Robotics versus usually all caps, or there's a website, I think, there's that where you can go check out some competitions and look for information, right? Sure. Lots of web content um, there. Uh, the, the main first website is called um, firstinspires.org, and I, certainly you can learn all about the programs there. YouTube has a lot of videos um, that teams post, uh, matches, and so on. Uh, you can learn about that uh, through that avenue. You're listening to the Grand Haven Schools Highlight Show on 103.5 WAWL. This is Andy Engel. My guests today are Chuck Priest and Patrick Donnelly. We're talking about FIRST Robotics and all the great opportunities at Grand Haven High School. Uh, so, Patrick, tell me a little bit about this year's robot or some of the things you've been – what's your role on the team? What, what kind of things have you been doing to support the, the goal of winning in these competitions? Um, this year uh, has been kind of been a little bit of a shift for me. Last year, I was uh, really hands-on with the robot, building it pretty much every night. This year, uh, I still get a certain amount of uh, building with the hands-on on the robot, um, but I've been spending a lot of time learning the CNC this year from Mr. Priest. Okay. And I've been making a lot of parts that have been used for the robot. Very cool. Is the the CNC that you're doing, are you able to do that right on site at Grand Haven High School with some of the equipment that's there? Right, absolutely. We have a uh, CNC router, which is a computer-controlled yep. machine that uh, can cut out uh, wood and plastic and that material. Um, Patrick has done an awesome job of picking that up. Uh, there's lots of skills to learn. You need to understand CAD and drawing and um, and then how to operate the tool. So we go over that and um, teach that to anyone who wants to learn that. And Patrick's done a great job. So, Patrick, just like uh, a sport or science Olympiad, this uh, you said you're working on this, you're doing these this this outside of school. So what's your what's your practice schedule like? How often does the first team get together and do you work on your project? Um, during our build season, which is like from January for like six weeks, like uh, like 
late February, I want to say. Um, it's every night from like eight thirty to nine, and like right now it's still that way because we've got competitions coming up. Um, during the off season, it's like um, six thirty to eight thirty on Mondays. Okay, and that's for basically what needs to get done. Maybe like training tools or whatever else is. It's it's pretty cool if I if I remember right, um, the start of build season comes with a launch. It's like the it's like announcing March Madness. There's an event where the folks at first announce the game for the year, and so that's when all the teams get all the specs um, for for what your robot needs to do and how to do it. Right, so that's a big exciting time in January to to really get going. Right, first Saturday in January has been kickoff day, is what we refer to it as. The game gets revealed. Lots of excitement around that and. And uh, and that that is the that is go time. That is when we kick off, and we have a little over six weeks to complete our project in. This uh, first is popular worldwide. Michigan is a real hub for it, though. Um, the World Championships for the for many years, I think most of the thirty years, has been held in St. Louis, Missouri. But most recently, they've expanded and they have a second World Championship site in Detroit. Good news is you've your team's been there the last couple of years. So tell us just a little bit about the evolution of the team and, and where you stand right now in terms of the high level of competition. Sure. So um, when we register to participate in the competition, teams in Michigan uh, will get two district events and we played at a new event brand new to uh, um, the competition in Muskegon Orchard View High School and then um, this coming weekend we will be playing at uh, East Kentwood and so each team plays two district events those add up you uh, earn points towards your state qualification and um, then then there'll be um, a, a minimum point number to come and compete at the state competition. I don't. They don't know exactly where the number will fall this year, but around 160 teams will go to the competition at state level, and then about half of that group will move on to worlds. So for the last, um, well, since 2016, we have qualified for the state event and the world event. Um, in 16 and 17, we participated in St. Louis, and then. Um, last season in at Cobo Hall in Detroit. Really cool. What a great thing. Um, it's interesting to know. I, it, this is another one of those things that just to understand how big it's gotten. Each each first team gets a number. Um, that's your official first name. So Buck and Gears is the you know the nickname of the team. Our first number is Team Four. I could. I don't know if I can get it. Four five. Three five four six. Three five four six. So I had some of the numbers right, but um, not in there. But um, I mean, those numbers are getting really high. We've got some of the lowest numbers around. I think the Holland High School team's right. got a number in the hundreds. Um, but that's a way to kind of get a gauge on how long teams have been existent in existence. For right? sure. And the 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 teams, um, for instance, we're going to be playing with Team Twenty Seven this coming weekend. They're from Clarkston. Team Rush, um, I believe the world champions, the, uh, last year's world champions, and the previous year, the same team, Strike Force, uh, will be competing at East Kentwood. Also, there'll be some great teams competing. There's also a, another team uh, called Hot 
Heroes of Tomorrow is how they go by, and they are from the other side of the state, Team 67. Um, they have been around a long time, and and um, all those teams have won world championships. So it'll be an exciting Very event cool. at East Kentwood. This is Andy Engel. You're listening to the Grand Haven Schools Highlight Show. My guests today are Chuck and Patrick talking about FIRST Robotics. How many kids, how many uh, teammates are, are working on this? We have 20 students on our roster, and then about um, eight mentors that are either um, a lot of family members. So we have uh, uh, fathers and grandfathers of uh, team members. And then we have past students. So we have students who have graduated from our program, and, and they have come back to help as mentors. Awesome. Is there any limit? Can you have 25 or 30, or do you have to? is there any rules that you, you can only have a certain number? There are no limits to the number of students on the team or the mentors. So there are teams that come to competition with us with over 100 wow. people. Um, and it's really interesting. There's all facets. We talked about some of the hands-on build of the robot or designing parts. There's quality, safety, right? You have all these aspects that that play themselves out into the real world of engineering, manufacturing for, for students, right? Yeah, definitely. Uh, they, if you could think of a business model for like a manufacturing company, that's um, how the, um, the awards are structured. So there's awards for entrepreneurship and for imagery and um, uh, there's a safety award, which we were mm-hmm. fortunate enough to win at our last competition. And we had a student, um, uh, Alexandra Holt, over the last four years. She graduated last year, but she kind of championed um, the safety program and winning awards. And, and believe it or not, winning awards like the safety award gives us points towards our qualification to the state role. So not I, I, only is it obvious um to be safe and operate safely, but you, um, for doing so and being an example to other teams, um, you're rewarded with points uh, towards your qualification. So two questions left, one for each of you. Chuck, the, talk about some of the kids you've seen leave the program. That have, Can you give some examples of kids that have gone on to decide they really want to study engineering or pursue robotics as a career life path? Definitely. Uh, we've had several great students come through. One that comes to mind is Andrew Dickinson. I think he was actually on the radio program back when he was a senior in 2016. Um, Andrew um, really excelled. I remember him coming in. If I can tell a quick story about him, he came in on our first day. He came in as a freshman, and um, after our introduction to the program he came down to talk to me and he said you know that programming thing you talked about says i'll do that and then he turned and walked away (laughs) um that's how the conversation went (laughs) so he showed up at the first meeting and uh, i got to know him a little bit and and seeing what his skills were and and we were able to give him the controls parts he took it home over christmas break so as a freshman student and learned how to program wow and then he programmed our robot for four years wow Pretty so, cool. And now he's on to the University of Michigan. He's been their project, uh, or this year he's their project coordinator for a solar car project. And they have wow. traveled, last summer he was in New Zealand, I believe, wow. uh, working on that project. Really cool. So, very and Patrick, cool. last question for you. What would you say, what's your favorite thing or your two favorite things about um, being a member of the FIRST Robotics team, Buck and Gears? Um, probably one of my favorite things is just learning all the things and the different skills that we use. Like um, I barely I knew about I knew about how to use the drills and the socket sets and that's about it. 
Uh, now I'm certified on a bandsaw. I can use a CNC. I learned all these other skills. And probably one of the other things is the amount of people I've been able to meet at competitions. Like at our last competition, I played chess with... Um, a team, Techno Trojans, over by Fruitport. They had a chess set that they 3D printed, and I played chess with a few other members. Awesome. Yeah, great time. Those, I mean, the, the and a first event is like a festival. Um, everybody's got tents set up, uh, and the competition's going on, but in downtime, there's lots of time for engagement. Um, it's a group of students that are really like-minded and have similar interests, so um, really great opportunity. Chuck and Patrick, thanks for joining us today. Good luck with the remainder of your season at States, and, and um, I have full faith at Worlds as well. Um, all the best to you. Thanks for all you do. Thanks for the opportunities, and thanks for being a great participant. This is Andy Engel. Thank you for listening to the Grand Haven Schools Highlight Show on the mighty 103.5 WAWL.